today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday. It's 11.35 in the morning, and that means time for Tech Talk. Uh, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. And Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here. Seen enough ice for one week? I was going to say, isn't this weather crazy? It's I mean, weird. it's beyond the point of crazy that you can accept it. It's like, I don't know whether I should wear a coat, shorts, uh, extra boots, mittens, and or, or an umbrella. And, and even if I wear it all, it all freezes anyways, right? So it's been one of those crazy weeks. I mean, not only in weather, tech has been just crazy this week. Well, you know, I was just looking at a couple of headline stories, and uh, you try to connect some of the dots here. Yeah. This, even early into into 2019, is not a good year for CEOs. Some of the guys that we talk about that are just making gazillions of dollars, like Elon Musk, and he's got all kinds of troubles, financial and legal. Now Jeff Bezos, we find out, was being blackmailed by the National Enquirer. And and this is one of those interesting points when you're at the top in a trillion, not a billion, not a million, trillion dollar company. You think you might be a target? You're going I think we're going to see target the targets are still coming and the guns uh, the bullets are flying and we're going to see that I mean even in the Senate right now. We've seen this with the issues with yeah. Apple. We've seen this with Facebook. I mean, last week we talked about the whole Facebook got, you know, kind of kiboshed by Apple and then you know, they're all kind of circ- they're all punching each other in their circles and the government's at the top and all the senators who don't know much about what's really going on is now demanding answers which are fair to the to the American public and truthfully for the Canadian public I look at this and I think they're all putting these mandates to Apple Google Facebook that says how are you addressing these issues remember last week was the Apple bug yeah. and they were concerned about what is it you're doing with this information we uh, we want a letter that clearly indicates that your platforms Apple's and Google's and Facebook for that matter <clears throat> they're out there privately paying people $20 or compensating for people to give information L- like rightfully so they're they're claiming that I guess this is a bit of a weird way of doing this, but the Senate in the U.S. is claiming that they are not supposed to be compensating to people for giving their private information because people don't know what they're doing. So it's a bit of a funny tongue-in-cheek kind of situation from that sake because the government is telling the corporations that are compensating people for giving their, their private data that this is wrong and that needs to be regulated. So I get the whole when the information we're using and they're not knowing or telling us they're using it. I get that side of it. But they're now into the point of they, uh, the most recent one was Facebook was paying people $20 a month. And the real issue is under the age of 18. So they were yeah. paying 13-year-olds to 18-year-olds to say, for your $20, we're going to track everything you do. And then on the other side, Apple and Google have been letting applications that let uh, that record your screen and and the recorded screens are being used by those programs. Now, I wasn't even aware of that. Some of the programs that you would think, why would they need to record your screen include weather apps? Why would a weather app need to record your screen, right? Yeah. So this is something we're going to hear coming up this week. It was just uh, this morning. They were, they were announcing that they're really starting to crack down. Apple's cracking down. Google's cracking down. They're going to be putting a lot of pressure on these third-party developers that are getting the terms and conditions, which this is one thing the, the, the Senate did well. But we have so many programs we download for free, and we hear about malwares and all that. But now we're going to be hearing more on the fact that these programs are recording our actions 
meaning if you're typing in your security key, you're typing in your credit card because it's your phone, right? It's safe to use. Well, this information could be uh, compromised, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more of that coming up very soon in in regards to uh, this coming week in the media. Weird stuff going on. And, uh, of course, governments just love regulating. Anyway, oh, I, it, nothing, nothing says a good politician without every, some every paperwork. Every senator down there and every MP up here says, let's, let's get up today and regulate We need something. rules. Yeah. That's right. More paperwork. Yes, yeah. that's right. You're not following our rules. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today, but first of all, a birthday wish. Yes. Uh, the Mac computer is 35 years old. 35 years old. That's right. Now, not Apple directly. This no, is no. the Macintosh yeah, we're the talking Mac, about. Macintosh. Um, this week, it's 35 years old. Now, this computer... if. <laughs> For those younger whippersnappers may not realize, a monitor was only 10 inches wide. Yeah. 10 inches. Smartphones are only three inches off from the 10 inches. Tablets are bigger than the monitor of the 35-year-old Macintosh computer. And what set it apart? And I thought this was interesting. That computer at that time was worth 2,500 U.S., a wow. computer. Now, it bragged that you could design, you could do spreadsheets, and it came with a mouse. This was a feature that didn't come with the Microsoft IBM versions. It also came with a number pad that c- you could be connected to equate what that value of computer would be worth today, just over $5,000 US for that 10-inch, and it only had less than, I think it was 365 kilobytes of memory. 365 kilobytes. Just to give a, a bit of a perspective, there isn't a phone made today that has 300. Your emails are bigger than 365 kilobytes. So to give a, an idea of what your $5,000 would have bought you, that's pretty much it. So happy birthday, Macintosh, 10-inch computers. 35 years. And now I, my first computer, my first PC was actually Macintosh. Really? But not 35 years ago, maybe 25 years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember uh, our friend Sean Chamberlain used to sell them over on Lock That's Street. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. old church there. And the renovated the, church. The, the <laughs> computers in there. Anyway, so it, 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 it's all encom- enclosed, yes. right? It, yeah. Things weighed a ton. Because yes. it was just one great big box there. Yeah. Heavy stuff. But you're right. I mean, of course, I remember the dial-up. <laughs> you know, to get done. And, but there's not a whole lot you could do on them. No, no. I mean, other than you could email, and at the time, internet was so so new. Yeah. I mean, I well, I think I also bought one. Philip, one of the engineers here at the radio station, he loved Apple. If you remember that quite well. Yeah. And the only thing I did well, and thank you on that, Philip. By the way, was I? I remember him telling me about this, and I bought stock. And I didn't buy a lot. I bought like 100 shares. It was only at the time $65. And that was before, this is Steve Jobs had just come back. The clone apples were back in. And I have to say, uh, that was probably a very wise choice and, and, and decision that I made back in, uh, that was in 1996, 1995. Which is just around the time you were working here. Yep. And trying to convince management that this computer thing is really going to take off. That's right. Yeah, I was telling. And, and they were skeptical. They were skeptical. I was just talking actually to Paul, Paul Tipple, uh, the other day, and we were just describing the internet, what happened at CHML. And true story, I remember the pre- the general manager coming in and wanted to fire me at the time because I spent all the money creating 900CHML.com on billboards and mouse pads, and I built the website. And I remember I was ni- I was 20 years old when I was here at CHML when I first got this, and I was all excited. I'm like, look what I did, Mr. Luzzi. Look what I did. It was uh, Daryl Hartwick and a a few other, and they all kind of went, what are you doing? You spent how much? What the? This is not an internet company. What are you doing? And I remember thinking, I'm going to get fired. Anyway, uh, who knew that uh, I didn't? I didn't. (laughs) I knew, but I didn't get fired, but I was 
I was very much well reprimanded for putting 900CHBill.com on all of our marketing in 1997. Yeah. Which we still use. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, there that's you go. right. Yeah. There you go. Boy, those were the days. Uh, I think we had, what, three computers initially here in the, uh, in the whole building? We had one in promotions, and yeah. we had to share it. We had five fax machines, and it was funny because we used to have a debate over who got to use the computer, so I had to come in in the morning between 4 and 7 to actually do the computer. Yeah, work on it, and then let the let the staff take it. All right, a lot of stuff we want to talk about here. Uh, you don't you know, throw out your bathroom scale. You don't need it anymore. No, no. Your shoes will tell you how much you know you're what? We, we talked last year about scales and smart apps. Yeah. Why even bother? Shoes are about to come out. Alphabet Company, Verily, has just announced that they're going to come with self-tying uh, laces. Remember, Nike, we said, was doing that. And these shoes are capable of measuring not only your weight, it will allow you to understand when you fall, when you trip. This will be phenomenal for people that are uh, of a senior age, where my grandmother, by the way, is in the hospital. She twisted her ankle on the ice, and uh, this would have been great because what it does, not great, that it hurt her, but in the same token, it, it will compensate and know what happened. So when you twist and fall or it, it gauges the weight of your body on the shoes, so think of it as walking around with a scale in your shoes all day, and what it's saying is that in the case you have heart problems or congestive issues, this shoe will say, hey, Tubby, lose some weight, walk a bit more. It's actually got all the same features of what your smartwatch has, except it gauges the weight in your shoe. This is coming out this year. It's called Verily. I'm pretty excited, only to find out that my shoes are going to tell me how, how fat I am. <laughs> Every day. Uh, well, fascinating stuff. Uh, we were talking about security measures, and Google yeah. Chrome's come up with something. We're going to see a lot. Google, as we mentioned earlier in the show today, everyone's on the, we need to up our game, and Google's uh, right on top of that. If you use the Google Chrome browser, they have an extension now, and this is a really cool feature, by the way. If you save your passwords, as many do, because they just can't forget or what otherwise, Google will actually be scraping the internet for the pages you keep in your bookmarks with the passwords you save. And if it realizes your password has been compromised out of you signing into your own account, it will tell you your password has been used. You need to change it. Well before you thinking about it, this is actually a proactive to, hey, uh, Hilton just got hacked and all of these, your passwords could be compromised. Google's gone beyond that and said, if you have an account, use our browser, we will let you know if your password has been compromised. Excellent stuff. Now, you, uh, for those that didn't hear the show last week, might be one or two that didn't hear it, uh, you are a proud <laughs> owner of, uh, of uh, a drone. A drone. Yes, I, I, I had to take my test. I had to uh, get qualified. Actually, I got to put the sticker on my drone so it's registered appropriately. Yeah. But the new. Now, now they're going to use these as security? Yeah. This one is, it's actually freaky. It, this one makes me feel a little weird, though, Bill, because in the next year, for $300 a month, you can buy a security system, which you can get them with the doorbells, and we talked about that. You can get it with the security cameras, which we spoke about that. This one is like. Like a alarm system that has sensors on your property that when someone crosses over without the authorization that you will have on your body with your smartphone, it will trigger a drone to come out of the ground and will fly and start to project the live broadcast of your outdoor surroundings. So you don't even need to go, what's on the camera? It will give you an aerial view of what's going on on your premise. Now, for $300, it's about $450, $500 Canadian a month, you can install this drone surveillance system, and it will monitor your entire property, and you'll be able to see at a bird's eye view, at a doorbell view, and probably from a side view, what's going on in your home. Latest in home security. <laughs> 
I never thought to. We were just talking about the, the doorbells with the cameras on them. That, that's passe now. Oh, yeah. It was so, that, so that yesterday. Was, I mean, we it, talked about scales and mirrors that told you what yeah. you need to do to lose weight. We got shoes that are telling you how big you are, right? What, what's going on with flip phones? Well, flip, And folding phones. And folding phones and flip phones are the new rage. We're going to be talking a lot about those. And when they come out, I'll be talking a little more on details to those. Samsung, we knew, was going to be coming out with a flip phone. And we have yet to see it, other than it's called Galaxy F. We did see some Chinese phones, which look quite impressive you know we talked about that Huawei and so forth but the one I want to talk about is the one phone in the 2000s that was just the rage when the Matrix came out if you remember the movie with Keanu Reeves he'd you know push a button it slid open or it was real thin and and it was slick it was called the Razer phone from Motorola well they now have a folding version of an Android phone and it is Amazing. I saw the template. I saw the prototype. It's small, it's compact, and it's got the razor feel to it that you remember from the early 2000s. It was slick and very much uh, sleek to be used. If you're a corporate, you just want to be able to flip your phone open, get your contacts, and use it very quickly in regards to your smart needs. This is amazing. And I have a feeling this is going to become the new uh, high-selling folding phone uh, above all of them. I don't don't even know if Samsung and the others could compete with it. What which way are we going now? Remember, they started off rather large and bulky. Yes. Then, as you say, right around the turn of the century, they got really small. That's right. And now they went big again, and yeah. I guess because the screen more than anything else. Yes. And now they seem to be going small again. Well, I think it's a compromise between both. We, we've seen the big, you know, there's a, another psychological thing they're talking about. We use our phones too much. We're too reliant on them. And the other side is we don't have, we have more than one. Fo- I'm sitting here doing a show. I've got three devices right here. Yeah. I think the new uh, uh, craze is going to be, in the folding foam department, you'll be able to have multiple SIMs, meaning multiple phone lines if you if you need it, as I do. I have a U.S. line and a Canadian line. And number two is going to be the ability to fold it in a, in a way that your tablet, you don't have to carry this big tablet with you everywhere you go. If you need your phone to be a tablet, you can unfold it to be that. If you don't, you want it down to the size of a small iPhone SE, you're good to go. Now, we already knew that, that we have smart refrigerators, but yeah. this is a brilliant refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? This one made me laugh. And I always like, as I like to say, we've done these many times where we bring these products on. And it's like, this can't be real. Honest to God. Like, who's thinking of this? For $4,000 US, you can get yourself a Samsung refrigerator, but it does more than just keep your food cool. It does more than show you on a screen the latest Netflix on the front of it. No, this actually can tie into a dating prospect. And if you can believe this, yes, a refrigerator has been promoted by Samsung's PR manager to say that this is actually a a feature. This is a feature that connects with your, uh, I, I haven't used dating apps in a while, but I think Tinder is what they referred to. You'll be able to now connect your photos of the inside of your fridge. Not only to tell you you need milk, but we'll now connect. I know this sounds crazy, but hear me out. You can take a photo of your fridge of what you've got Add it to your Tinder account if you're single, and it will now add the, I like long walks in the park, puppy dogs that lick my ears, and as you can see, I have low-fat milk in my fridge. And that is apparently a big feature. They say, they've done research, people want to know 
if you are a healthy eating individual. And the, I don't know. I never even thought of this. If I saw a picture of uh, someone, if I saw Michelle's photo with a picture of her fridge, if it was full, I have to say, I thought about this. I would be pretty excited. If I saw a lot of like meats and cheeses and everything, I'd be like, I got I to gotta hook up with this girl. All I had to do was go to her house and open the fridge, and that was my decision. <laughs> I didn't think I needed the Tinder app to tell me this. So Samsung is claiming 54 million single adults are in the United States alone. And across the world, there are more single people that are looking for dating. And one of the features, and again, I didn't make this up, people. This isn't me. Samsung believes you want to share the inside of your fridge and it will help your dating lifestyle by adding it to Tinder. Just about out of time, but i got to get this in here, too, because we've been talking about the high price of iPhones over the last little while. Yes. And uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook is actually, well, basically, he's talking about flexible pricing. You know what? I, I hate to say this, but I think Apple is right now in danger mode, and they need to really fix it. When you're a trillion-dollar company, losing billions is now a big deal. And losing billions is a simple task. How do you do it? Just overprice your phones. And right now, Apple's got a real problem. The main problem is we heard about these bugs and everything else to go mm-hmm. with it but nobody's buying them so apple has announced that in markets that are not as popular ironically canada could be included it is dropping in the iphone sales they will be adding the old phones they're bringing back the smaller iphone se's yeah. and they're going to be also dropping the prices specifically for countries so as an example uh, an iphone xs is about 1600 bucks canadian depending on where you go they will be dropping those prices relevant to the market share that they're in so we could be seeing in canada the iphone xs dropping down to less than a thousand dollars where are you? There you go. That's uh, what marketing happens, and they're looking at the uh, the numbers too. Well, I think they're looking at the dollar exchange and where yeah. the dollar's weak and stronger, and they realize that why would you know? We know that when you compare that thirty percent on top of a thousand, that's a three hundred dollar increase on a thousand dollar phone. Yeah, that's too much. Three hundred bucks is just way too much. So could they get it down to that thousand dollars? That's more relevant to a U.S. price. Yes. However, I'm pretty sure that if the Americans figured it out, they'd be like, "What? I can get a phone for four hundred bucks? Just go to Canada. Sure. They're all they're unlocked anyways. Lineup starting at the border now. Get ready. Tech Talk. We do this every <laughs> Friday, at eleven thirty, with Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM Three Marketing. Brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.